That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Here we go, I gotta, gotta beat the, the Jets. Jets. You, you know, know I, I gotta, gotta make Lael block. You know I gotta, gotta make Cordell block. Cause you know how saggy it gets. Cause you know how saggy it gets. You know how saggy it gets. And welcome back to Fuck, Fuck You. We, we like, like the Bengals. I'm your host, Alex Schubert, as always. And sitting across from me is Lloyd Johnson. And sitting to his left on the screen, Rami Brown. What's up, Rami Brown? Brown? Welcome back, dude. How you doing? Kind of a short time, no see. You were on pretty recently. Yeah, man, I just keep coming back. It's a it's a fun time with you guys, dude. Always, and um, you get to sh- you get to sit in and give some burns this episode because oh, yeah. we have a lot of people. Because the Jets are uh, kind of a fun organization to roast, even Thanks though last them. year it kind of that's the only bit. fun thing about them. I know because like last year it kind of like we were just like we were making jokes about how shitty they were yeah and all of that just came back to bite us in the back up qb no name guy comes in torches us 405 yards 107.9 uh passer rating thanks and they rush his jersey and football to the hall of fame like it's an emergency yes they did that was the greatest day of his life and he (laughs) sealed the victory by catching a two-point conversion. Yeah. yeah. They literally did a Philly special. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> nuts. The rest t- of his career can go on whatever, and, and this will be the highlight of it. He was Gardner Minshew for one game. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was never as cool as Gardner Minshew. Yeah. Gardner Minshew was pretty cool. Gardner Minshew with the stash. And the <laughs> I did. Uh, his Uncle Rico. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, somebody actually talked to me about the podcast one time. They are like, oh, uh, they heard my name, and they are like, oh, do you do that? Podcast. I was like, yeah, that's fucking cool. He's like, oh, whatever you said about fucking Garner Minshew that one time. I can't remember what it was. Something about him. He, he only oh, dates girls who wear, wear socks with their shoes. Wear or boot, socks with their sandals. Yeah, wear cowboy boots with no, no or socks. Hit, they, he only <laughs> hits on girls who don't wear socks with their shoes. Something like that, yeah. And <laughs> so I was like, I forgot all about that one, but I like that. That was good. I, I think I made that the Instagram burn one week. Yeah. And also, we got to give a shout out to our producer, Cody Hawker. Hit you in the nuts. Dude, I think we have to make this Michael Vick jersey a uh, kind of a tradition. You wear it well, man. Flexing the uh, <laughs> pre and during bad news kennels days. Yeah, I've uh, I've had people get mad at me that I even own that, <laughs> and I'm like, now you got to keep it. <laughs> I mean, I had it for because that's, that's one of the teams I liked a lot growing yeah. up. Like, I got it. You're from that area. Yeah, yeah. I was from Alabama, which doesn't have a team. So Atlanta was, you know, the closest team really there was to it. 
and that was like my fucking dude when he was first started off and then it's like oh well that sucks that he yeah <laughs> but i'm like what i'm like, I'm like they're like, well, you should have burnt that. I'm like, you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, man. that's okay. But is that the reason why you watch so many Kid Rock music videos? No, I, I, <laughs> I had to segue into no, that. You're fine. I couldn't be more opposed yeah, to who Kid Rock is, like as a person and what he thinks. But I hope he lives to be 135 <laughs> years old and keeps making videos the entire time because there is nothing that amuses me more than his fucking nonsensical all over the place videos it's I the best like fucking dude, love it dude you sent me uh what was the song you sent me uh never give up or what something like never, that oh yeah something like that, that the I most recent one? yeah i don't never quit, quit. yeah, yeah that's quit. what it was because God it was like damn. some fucking it seemed like this inspirational song for QAnon or some shit where it was like half never give up but then half the Second Amendment deserves to have its dick sucked every single yeah, day. It, it was it's it's weird. We'll say that. We'll say it's very weird. Yeah. And it, that video in particular, it, it's he should have just called the like the song. Hey guys, I'm not racist. <laughs> yeah. And why would you say he? Uh, why would you say? But that when be you the say title. when you say it, it has to have like a a wink at the end, <laughs> right. like a mouth open wink though. Like a, they should have had a caption at the beginning, like, these black people will never be caught dead in this town. <laughs> <laughs> they had to be paid a substantial amount of money right. to be here. <laughs> we did not tell them what it was they were filming. We, <laughs> <laughs> we told them it was a 21 Savage video. These act- <laughs> these we told them it was paid. for charity. <laughs> these actors were charity. paid before we gave them a script to this yeah, video. Yeah. <laughs> like, we told him it was for like a, a Sarah McLaughlin song, like a charity for something. Like, <laughs> oh, it's it's so I I love them so much. The sadness and in that video was real. Rami can attest to this. I watched them way too much. <laughs> so, what do you guys play at work? Is it just like a TV screen with that, music videos just on? On the computer, I I'll just pull up YouTube and just go down <laughs> weird rabbit holes and uh. Yeah, I can say I, I can speak for I can speak for them, and and Rami can co-sign this. But I'm pretty, they're pretty over it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, honestly, it's like you see it, and I think it just motivates us to get our shit done. So. <laughs> <laughs> like some of that stuff, you just gotta see, just like let me just go grab this damn sheet that I had and run this. See, I was gonna sit down and talk to Lloyd, but he got this shit secretly. That's been my plan the whole time. <laughs> You guys are slacking. assholes out the door. Ain't today. nobody gonna <laughs> tell me how to wear. Right, like, yeah, you ready? Come on, Skullis. Let's hit the bar. <laughs> anytime, anytime you guys are too slow, Lloyd's like, fuck all you hoes. Right? <laughs> but nah, it's, it's, it's fun, man. Every now and then we play some, some regular <coughs> stuff. Everybody got their own mix. and But yeah, him and uh, I would definitely give him and Michael the cake. They pull up shit that's like. Where did you find this? Like I, I, I swear I say it every time as if I'm not supposed to say it at this point after five years. But I'm like, where did you find this? About shit? once a week. He goes, why? Yeah. <laughs> like I, that's one of my favorite reactions. Is Rami walking in, looking at something I'm watching, and just looking at me like, why? Where did you find this? Why? Yeah. Like, it's the same reaction that you give me anytime I'm abhorrently white. That's always. <laughs> you betcha. I literally am drinking a You Betcha IPA from uh, our friends at Sonder Brewing. How's this beer white? I don't. It's 
I think it's it's something that like Wayne brought from work to the Cy Amundsen uh, clubhouse show. He just had them, and I just had it left over. It and says, I just brought happy it and I forgot. And like, oh, I didn't even think. Like, I literally br- got these fucking white claw eye black things just for shits and gigs. Just for shirts and Googles. I don't even like they're called eye blacks. What do you think they should be called? I'm white. <laughs> Cody just said, I'm white. And that's exactly right. Yes, that's exactly right. I wouldn't have been surprised if you said you ordered those, man. No, I, I got them from I got them from the bar I work at. He, uh, he pointed out, <laughs> we were talking about <clears throat> uh, you were earlier, and he was like, I don't know, it was weird that he defended White Claw like <laughs> <laughs> It was, the last it was time so you were funny. on, I was teasing you for being way too white. And you were drinking White Claws. And you were like, I like White Claws. They're right. <laughs> yeah. Definitely talked about it for like, what, 20 minutes or something? <laughs> and way like, too yeah, long. You guys are definitely going to get a sponsorship behind that. Yeah, looking forward to it. <laughs> Especially after I might today's kill myself. video. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's like, I also, I talked to a friend of the pod, Cy Amundsen, a lot, and he gives me shit for, for a lot of the jokes I make, but half of the fun of making shitty jokes like that is watching the other person just go, oh, that's half the fun. Oh, I know. That's why I try to write Alex jokes every once in a while. Like, <laughs> I, I'll try and do just, like, the corny version of, like, a wordplay joke. I'm like, that's my Alex joke for this week. Yeah. Yeah. Because he always has, like, one or two where I'm like, no. <laughs> I always say I'm a sucker for a stupid joke. Yeah, uh, uh, stupid puns seem to be like the f- the fast path to your your funny bone. Like, yeah, because I've seen him like crack up over dumbass puns I've made. Where I'm like, I thought you were I thought you were supposed to look at me and just be like. Hmm. <laughs> I sent one. I sent one. Um, re- I saw one re- last night. I'll have to find it. Uh, dying and being reborn as a hillbilly. Call that reincarnation. <laughs> I feel like only Greg would laugh at something like yep. that. <laughs> Shout out to Greg. Alright, so this is the last thing I'll say before we get into the Bengals talk because we have Greg. got a bit to talk about. Here's how white I am. I've been enjoying the Adam Levine drama on Twitter. What? What? He uh he's it's kind of it's uh he like cheated on his wife or like it's like Back up one step. Who the fuck is Adam Levine? He's the lead singer of Maroon Five. Why would you think I know that? <laughs> I just assume. Assume makes an ass out of you and me, and I'll shut. No, the fuck in this up. case, just you. Just you. <laughs> I am perfectly okay with not having any idea who it is we're talking about. <laughs> Saying the lead singer Maroon Five didn't help. I don't. I. I have, I have heard that there is a band called Maroon Five. Yeah, I've heard of Maroon Five. They exist. <laughs> They're fine. Uh, but he uh, he had a thing um, where someone on TikTok. Exposed his uh, like like flirty DMs, and it's just like it just comes across someone who's like horny at two a.m. Just like oh my god, your body is so insane, holy fucking fuck, or something like that. Most men, yes, <laughs> I'll admit it. I've done it before. We know. <laughs> Cody does it anytime he has too much to drink. <laughs> Put it on us, Cody. You betcha. Uh, uh, <laughs> No, but the memes, there have been memes going around, and they are very funny. I, I, I feel like I would see one and be like, I don't get it, and next. Uh, <laughs> what was the one I got? It was, ah, oh, shit, I don't have it pulled up yet. I, say, I did have a good line the other day when we were, when I sent you pictures of the 
the chopped up goat. Yes, you did. And what was it? And because I said, you, "Is that Joe Burrow?" He said, "Oh, you chopped up Joe Burrow." I said, "Yeah, I'm trying to put his appendix back in to see if it helps me." <laughs> the other one. Uh, hold on. I sent this, or this was sent to me, and I immediately retweeted it. Someone says, um, uh, "Adam Levine DM. It is truly unreal how fucking hot you are. Like it blows my mind." And the Twitter caption was Goldilocks trying the first bowl of porridge. <laughs> <laughs> Like that, okay. Like that was really funny. <laughs> Twitter's been having a field day with it, and you know what else? Twitter's been having a field day with. What the fuck happened last week? Uh, not Andy Dalton because he deleted that shit. Yeah. Or not Andy Dalton. Uh, uh, Burrow. Burrow. <laughs> yeah. What they've been having. He, de- he deleted his Twitter, which is something Andy Dalton did when he was here too. Ah. Uh, yeah. So I meant to say he pulled an Andy Dalton. And then I just he pulled Andy Dalton and um, got sacked a lot. Um, the Bengals lost again. The score was twenty to seventeen. Uh, I found this out. This is the fifth straight game for the Bengals that was decided by three points, including the Super Bowl. Yeah, literally, no, including the playoffs. Yeah, right. It's like the divisional game was the divisional game, and. The championship <coughs> game. I was pointing out, including the Super Bowl, because they went to the goddamn Super Bowl. Yes, and yeah. now they're losing to Mitch Trubisky and Kirk And you can only live on the edge for so long in the NFL before it catches yeah. up with you. So it's also like the league has figured us out. It's, yeah. it seems like it because That's what it's like Zach Taylor's play calling doesn't seem to change, and defenses are just like swarming our players. I don't think as as fans we didn't expect that. I mean, if you pay attention to football, you know, like in the league, you got like Chris Johnson, for example. When he came in the league, he was torching everybody too fast. Couldn't figure him out. Running Next backs year, don't normally run that fast. When, right. When a guy is like a four, a sub four three forty, he's a wide receiver. Right. But by the next year, he didn't have those same numbers because that's what you know defensive coordinators do, and that's what they get paid millions for, and. You know, guys got chips on their shoulders. Like, you can't let him run past me like that again. So, I think that was coming for us anyway. I think what we upset about is all the hype that happened over the offseason, getting the linemen and, yeah. you know, making all these statements as if we now going to have this iron curtain for Burrow to be able to do more, and we haven't seen any of this. Shit. Just because it's an iron curtain doesn't mean it's a cohesive line yet. Because, yeah. like yeah. Lloyd was saying. You can't uh, not or, let them play together and then expect them to play at game speed versus people trying to take their fucking heads and it's off. A, it's apparent. You, you can't convince us that they was getting working together during the offseason. No. And I mean, they, they had, like, what, two practices against the Rams that both ended were called in, early. Right. Because Aaron Donald tried to flatten a helmet against someone. Well, he definitely did. <laughs> he had two helmets swinging. <laughs> yeah. And it's. I was also thinking about this today about how, like, the Bengals, like, panicked and shit. Because, like, that was the one – biggest weakness for the Bengals was the glaring weakness post-draft or like with free agency was the offensive line yeah and they just went out and just like tried to band-aid it up with Kappa and Karras and Hurst and and now or Kappa Karras and Lel Collins and <clears throat> um and Cordell Volson in the draft and apparently Cordell's doing really fucking well I mean he is except for again just not used to the calls being made like like you can tell Things are off a bit. Like everybody's like a step behind when it comes to like uh, 
like when he's had to pull and go to the other side to block or whatever, it's he's off. He's yep. everyone's been kind of off and weird with that, and it's it's you got to communicate on that line, man, because a lot of those plays you damn near run into your own guy, and that means you're not yeah. talking, and that means you guys don't have that chemistry of even just lining up the right way. Like I, I played guard in high school. I was a pulling guard actually, so I know. What that's like when you don't get it right. You either get yeah. ran over by your back or you run into your fucking tight end. I mean, yep. um, tackle and everything's thrown off. So Yeah, and, like, Lale has apparently been just getting torched. I don't think his back's been good the whole time. Yeah. And also, like, other teams, like I said earlier, other teams know how to beat us now. Yeah. Because, <clears throat> like, like, what they've been doing is, like, they've, like I said, they figured out the Bengals. And, that like, now, like... Especially of like being like Super Bowl Cinderellas. What's up, Cody? You're just trying to fix the angle. That's good. Anyway, no, um, they're they figured out the Bengals, and now there's also like kind of a target on our back. Is like, it's kind of <clears throat> I think the the Steelers and Cowboys kind of treated these last two games like who the fuck do you think you are? Yeah, small market team that went to the Super Bowl. Fuck you. Like, right. Yeah. Uh, the Dallas one was upsetting because that was uh, such a fucking winnable game, too. You're it, facing a backup quarterback after your starter, who's pretty good, only scored three points in that entire game, and then Cooper Rush comes in. And then we just turned Cooper Rush into Mike White. <laughs> Not quite the same stats, but... I mean, was... he had great circumstances, too. I can't remember the guy's name off the top of my head, but I think he was 85. Noah Brown. Yeah, Noah, Noah Brown. Brown. They have chemistry. They played together in college. So it's, yeah. It's actually quite a few matchups like that <laughs> across the league right now, but I don't think anybody would have really known that going into this game until the announcers mentioned it. Like, oh, he got one of his buddies that he used to throw often to in college. And, and they played together on the second team for, what, three years now? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, so the chemistry is impactful. That's what it was. I don't think they went to college together. That's what it was. They were yeah, practice both, team yeah, buddies, and they, they got good chemistry. It's like with Brandon Allen and, say, Mike Thomas or some shit. Yeah. Or, like, Brandon Allen and, St- and Stanley Morgan. Yeah. yeah. But. Yeah, definitely two tough losses. We definitely should have that Cowboys game. and Honestly, we should have had both. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Both really. were very, very winnable. Very. I think the, I mean, the Steelers game is just that's going to be such a that was such a devastating loss because there were so many opportunities for us to literally nail the game with an Evan McPherson extra point or an Evan McPherson field goal or just well, not I mean, challenging that fucking Jamar yeah. Chase catch when he's dragging down the goal line like that's yeah. that's that's a touchdown you touch the white you good so yep. or if the ball it, like the ball crossed the plane yeah but. It's it's been really tough this year. I did I didn't expect this. I don't like. I was texting my friend from from my ball with the stick team about this, and we were saying he was saying like, man, we really got to turn it up against the Jets. And I said, imagine feeling the need to say that prior to this year. Yeah, it's yeah. I feel like it's two saving graces with the season so far is that mm. we have an extra game <laughs> because of the way they. Change the schedule and everything. One less preseason game. Yeah. Extra regular season game. And I was thinking about this earlier that is it a good thing that we're going through all this turmoil now versus in the middle of the season? No. Or you have to hope the- you have to hope that it's something we can get out of the way. And go. That's what I'm saying. I, I hate when I say we. I don't know why. Somehow, hopefully the Bengals will get like out yeah. of the way and done with. Right. It Well, what's tough, I actually 
I, I don't think it is good because, like, this is technically the easy part of the schedule. Yeah. Because, like, the later part of the year, you got the Chiefs, you got the Bills, you got the Ravens, you got you got the Browns who who will have Deshaun Watson back. You'll have uh, – it's going to be tough. We don't know what that chemistry is going to be like. I know. So – I mean, Deshaun Watson, he's incredible at football. Very, very mediocre at yeah. asking for consent. But yeah. but when it comes to this division alone, <laughs> everybody we play just gives us their best, regardless of what the season is going on. Except like. for Lamar. Yeah. Lamar yeah. ain't figured out how to deal with Oh man. For whatever reason, it's just the, – the, you can tell he just he hates those fucking games. Yeah. The Bengals games? Like, early in his career, he – Shat on the Bengals, right? But I'm saying there's a point where all, everything kind of turned for him, and you can tell that almost more than any other team, he hates. I think we mess with his rhythm a lot. Like he can't get really anything going. Yeah, yeah. Luana so. Rumo figured out something, some some pa- pattern of doing things that just fucking works. Yeah. So I think that just comes from the hatred of the Ravens in general. Like I know you yeah. just got here, but. We hate you guys. So. It seems like, I mean, like the Steelers, it feels like the Ravens are the team I'm the most indifferent to. They're just a team that happens to be in our division that we play twice a year. We see all the time. We roast all the time. It's like Steelers number one, Browns number two, 1.5 because of Deshaun. Fuck Deshaun Watson. Yeah. And Ravens number three, they're just like kind of just there. But it is what it is. Uh, some of the stats for the Bengals. Burrow, like I said, he was sacked six times. He had a .66666 repeating completion percentage. It was 24 of 36 for 199 yards. Uh, one touchdown, two tees of Higgins. Uh, and no picks. That was pretty big because yeah. the last game he threw a four of them. And I got to see all of them, unfortunately. Uh, he had four rushes for 26 yards. He was pretty good when he was able to scramble. Yeah, yeah, he he did well for that. Like, uh, there's a couple where you could see he almost took off, and he yeah. just threw it away or whatever, which I'm like, good, don't. He also, I feel like he's starting to get, like, a little bit of PTSD. Like, anytime he sees, like, a defender, it's like, oh, my God, I got to go down immediately just on, like, half-ass slide. Yeah, yeah, Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, any, I mean, granted, any quarterback would, but, like, it seems like a lot. some quarterbacks stay more poised in the slide than others. Especially well, for him. I mean, you get... do until you don't because, I mean, I don't care who you are. You have 265-pound super athletes fucking driving you into the ground. Yeah. You're going to be like, yeah, I don't want that to happen yeah, You anymore. got an injury under your belt. Um. Yeah, and worry about that. You, you know, got you, Micah Parsons, who bite, who might be the best young defensive player oh, in the sure. NFL. He was yeah. Defensive player of the year last year. He yeah. was insane. He was de- he was defensive rookie of the year for sure. Right. I was think he was the, defensive player of the year, wasn't he? Was he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I um, believe he did win it. Yeah, I know he got rookie, but I thought he got both. But maybe or not. he may have got rookie, and I think Donald may have won it. Yeah, it was Aaron yeah. Donald. Might have. I know if it he wasn't was, him. It was Aaron Donald. I know he was in the talks for. Yeah, at least it was T.J. Watt. That's what of course it was. Yeah. 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 TJ Watt had more sacks. Because uh, he last almost year. beat Strahan's record. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah. Uh, any, died, of the Watt, any of the any of the Watt Strahan. I'm surprised that uh, fucking Derek Watt didn't get something. <laughs> they just fucking love that family. Yeah. Um TJ Watt last year had more sacks than the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. I mean, he's great, but he 
ripped his titty. So. Oh, what a poor oh, little... Poor, 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 what a poor little bitch. It's the fucking Steelers, man. Something happened and they'll still end up being like <laughs> the top 10 defense and shit this year. It's like with this... It's like we're t- supposed to be recapping the Cowboys and we still harp on the Steelers. It's like Minka Fitzpatrick, we hate him because of how fucking good he is at football. Yeah. I mean, it was... And it was fun to watch to a certain extent of someone that good just being yes. on the field. Like you have to appreciate that level of talent. It's yeah. like when when he blocked that extra point against McPherson. I'm like, God, I want to cheer for him right now. If I was a Steelers fan, I would be fucking oh, cheering out loud. I think that's what make the rivalry even better when you like can respect guys on other teams, but. They play for the other team. Like, Troy Palomaro, I fucking love that guy, but yeah. he was a stiller, man. Head and shoulders. Yeah. Let's get back. Let's get. Let's. let's Why did you feel the need to add that? <laughs> head and know. shoulders. Yes, he does commercials for head and shoulders. The old, Brent, the old Brent Terhune joke. Do you think they have a body wash called knees and toes? <laughs> uh, that dude's fucking funny, man. I love Brent Terhune. I do, too. He's, Dude, like, you know, like, uh, so the, I'll just say this, and then we'll go back to... Um, the uh, the recap of the game, you know how like he posts like videos and shit. You know who retweeted one of those one time? Chad Johnson. <laughs> that seems about right. Yeah, that was fucking dope. Mm. Uh, back to the recap. Uh, I Mick- love Chad by the way. I always loved him as a player, but him circling back and still trying to be part of the organization, I think that's great because I've. I don't know. I feel like once he retired, he was just going to be like, fuck Cincinnati and nah, the little shit he went through or whatever. But He was my first jersey. Yeah. <laughs> I think this city, this city, like, Cincinnati has gone through so much shit yeah. with football. Like, Chad might, I mean, he's, one of, might, uh, he's the, the f- most fun Bengal of all time. Yeah. He's one of the most fun players of all time. Yes. Period. Point. He, he, was, he was a people person. Down. Like, I've heard plenty of stories fuck of him. yourself. Be in places, buying stuff or whatever, and Dude, be like, "No, I'm not cutting the line." Like, I I'm, saw I'm him give two. There was kid. He was in Newport on Levy, and he, there was kids running around wearing his jersey, and he gave him a hundred dollars and sent him to the shoe store. That rules. And both of them. He just yeah. he literally just pulled out two hundred dollar bills and handed both. I'm like, "Go get you some shoes, bro." Yeah, and he always like, tip heavy wherever you go eat or whatever. Uh, back so when I used to go down to Newport, Funny Bone. Yeah, everyone there loved him. Yeah, because he would come in and. Sit in the back with just a hat on, and you'd never know. But then you'd see the check that he'd leave, and it'd be whatever the bill was. His, they said his tips were never under what the cost of the bill was. Yeah. Good. Yeah, always – the pictures they post online is always like a 1000 or better or 2000 It's not never really crazy, but damn. Like That's most pretty crazy for like, a tip. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, compared to other rich people that would that normally would tip like that. But rich people don't tip like true. that. That's, that's why true. they're rich. That's true. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it'd it be at restaurants that's not high. I think that's what it is. It's, it's like he go to restaurants that's not really that? high end. Jay Alexander's, he left like a – I applied there. Or whatever, like, that's great. And they didn't accept me. And then, oh, like, a month later, he leaves a $1,000 tip. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Could have yeah. used that money. He was in a, he was in a, a McAllister's Deli over by Kenwood. And uh, a buddy of mine was working oh, there at the time. And she was like – Oh, when he came to, he saw somebody wearing a hat that he really liked. And he was like, hey, man, where'd you get that hat? And the guy's like, oh, I don't fucking remember. It was blah, blah. He's like, can I buy it? And the guy was like, I mean, I, I guess. He's like, I'll give you $500 for that hat. And the guy's like, it's a $20 hat. And he's like, I'll give you $500 for that hat. frisbee that shit at him after saying that. She did. She said that dude pulled off. She said that dude pulled that fucking hat off and handed it to him. 
She said you couldn't even notice how bald the man was because of how shiny, how shiny and bright that smile was. I will look bald in public for a day for five hundred dollars. Not even thinking twice. And I was like, "What was the hat?" And she's like, "I don't know." I was like, "God damn it! How you, how you fuck up the in, integral yeah, part of the story?" Yeah, he could have got that hat sold out after she didn't know where it came from or whatever. Um, but yeah, easy. Take it. He's the best. <laughs> Uh, back to the stats. Joe Mixon, apparently he's been rushing a lot because I feel like this is a league where it's like it's so dominated by passing where there's like five running backs in the league who you regularly see get 20 carries a game. Yeah. And Mixon's leading the league even after like having 19 carries in a game, 19 rushes, 57 yards, literally an average of literally exactly three. But is- it doesn't – I mean, it doesn't tell the story of how well he was playing Yeah. for what was happening. Like – he I, like he had to step up as a blocker. Yeah, I mean, he, all around he fucking killed in that game. I mean, when they needed first downs, he's second and third effort getting them. You know, he's not he's not tearing it up with huge rushes, but he was definitely yeah coming in and clutch when he was needed. So yeah, he's a big part of that offense, man. They have to keep him involved. They yeah, have to dude, he's the and man. Can I please say stop? putting Samaj P. Ryan in the game at all <laughs> for any reason, stop it. You have Chris Evans. You have, Stop it. He's not good. He's not going to get better. I know he leads the fucking prayers before the game. I don't care. I don't give a shit. Yeah. He's the spiritual leader of this team. Get a new one. That's why, like, have the Jets pay him the same money they paid C.J. Uzama. Yeah, I... I Every, everything a, he does is it's mediocre to terrible, and he's been here for how long? Like four years? No, like that. it hasn't been super long. I think is this four? This is the fourth year or something? Yeah, like that? I, so I don't. I, whatever. Yeah. A whole season is way too long. I would say, <laughs> use him as a decoy, like put him back there with mixes, so at least try to throw him out to see who's going to no, get the but ball. But he's but not that good at blocking. Like he's, he's been supposed here to, since twenty twenty. He's supposed to be the power back, like you know, the big body yeah. power back guy, downhill runner. No, he ends up being out in the flat and missing passes and or getting three yards <laughs> when you need seven. You still remember that Super Bowl <laughs> playing? Super Dude, Bowl. I was so irritated by that. <laughs> Fuck Zach Taylor with a third and one handoff to Samaj AP. Right? No, no, no. It's supposed to be that short pass, which he had missed the last seven attempts at that yeah. play. And it looked like he ran it out too and wide on the route. I know that because they tried that play. Seven times during the season, it's like when um, it's like when that it's like when a basketball player keeps missing three pointers, and you're just like, "Come on, keep shooting it, you'll make it." And I know that because I've been. It depends on who it is. It's like it's like it's like a coach being like, "We're going to rely on Shaq hitting free throws to win this game." Oh my god! God. (laughs) Fun fact: You know, Shaq only hit one three pointer in his entire career. I I mean, wasn't that like towards the end too? It was a buzzer beater. Yeah, with Cleveland. Was he at Cleveland? No, it was with Orlando. Oh, damn. It was like a bank shot that went in. Damn. Yeah, I never. I probably won't even watch a Shaq at that time. No, I don't. I can't. I I can appreciate basketball. I can't watch it. I don't care. I just don't. I try, but it's just like. baseball. Same. He he likes baseball. I I played it. It's a lot more fun to play, but to watch. It's so fun to play. I've been to. Hundreds of Reds games growing up because my aunt she worked for uh, Frisch's um, Frisch's company. She was like an office executive or whatever, so she would get tickets a lot. So I went to so many games. I would just go there and fall asleep or walk around the stadium or something. Because, dude, okay. So this is what I'll say about the Reds. 
I'll say this, and then we'll go back to the Bengals. Did you see what Joey Votto did recently? I don't know who Joey Votto is. He's our first baseman. He's their $250 million first baseman. Yeah. He is out for the year. He's like, get, he might go to the MLB Hall of Fame. <clears throat> he literally, he's, so he's out for the year. What he did, I think on Wednesday, or either, it was either yesterday or two days ago, he like literally was just like walking around the stadium and just sitting with fans and just talking with kids. It was fucking awesome. I mean, that's cool. cool. I, I, again, I appreciate that people like it the way they do, but. It's just not for you. I've tried. I've tried so hard. Like, even when I played it, I hated it. Yeah. Like, I remember being in, like, sixth grade, and they're like, well, you're going to pitch now. And I'm like, well, I don't want to. <laughs> like, I, I did for a few games, and I was like, can I stop doing this now? Like, yeah. can the other guy go back to doing it? I don't. Yeah. I like standing out there and staring off into the fucking middle That's of nowhere. That's literally me. I'm a, right, I'm a right fielder, which means I'm a defensive liability. Yeah, they, uh, they went from – it doesn't matter. Whatever. Yeah. I got bumped around to a bunch of weird – like every time I play, they're like, "Well, you're doing this now," and I'm like, "I don't care, guys." <laughs> like, right. So let's get let's get back to the Bengals. It seemed like their passing game. It's like when the passing game thrives, it's when they play with spunk. And Burrow hasn't been like, I don't. I mean, I I granted I couldn't really watch the game on Sunday because I was DJing a wedding up in Michigan. I I caught like the last two minutes of regulation, but it's like Burrow hasn't been like taking chances downfield, and, and partially because he hasn't really had the time in the pocket to. But it's kind of just been like T. Higgins was the leading receiver, six receptions, 71 yards, and a tutty. Jamar Chase, five receptions, 54 yards. Hayden Hurst, five receptions for 24 yards. And Tyler Boyd, two for 17. Also, if you watch that game, Hayden Hurst is open so often. Yeah. yeah. Like, he'll make his chip block and run out, and he leaves linebackers behind by a, a good margin. Like, I, I think if they start utilizing him and, and – <clears throat> making that like an actual like play in the playbook, which they really haven't done with tight ends. But yeah, I think that dude's a, a real fucking weapon if they decide to use him. I feel like, like that's uh, always because T and Jamar are Burrow's first two reads on on pretty much every play. Right. What I'm saying is some design plays where it goes to the tight end, like Kansas yeah. City does, or like Indianapolis that's was what, great like, at that. That's how Dallas. they maximize Travis Kelsey's skill set. Right. I mean, they they made. Fucking Jason Witten looked like an athlete in Dallas, but I didn't think I didn't think Witten was great. I thought he was around for a while his and numbers, played in Dallas. His numbers were good, but they had you know ten different versions of a play where it was designed for him to catch. Right, he was definitely a big part of the pass game. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, it was if if you're gonna use somebody, then yeah, they're. I feel like that's what the Bengals. I feel like the Bengals wanted Drew Sample to be Jason Witten. Well, he. Drew Sample could have been much more than he's been able to be, but th- he was so so needed as a blocker because the line sucks that yeah. he never got to play. Like, and now we'll talk about this. He is out for the year. Yeah, which it's gonna, it's gonna hurt your blocking for goddamn sure. Luckily, Hurst looked like he was doing great with that too. Like, well, he's actually healthy this week. So I know he's dude. back. He's back acting. Who? Hurst. Yeah. Yeah. It's such. A, it was such a. And I'm not just saying this for the whole thing, but it, dude, it was such a good signing. Yeah, I, I agree. I think if they decide to utilize that guy, that's that's a real weapon. That's Please, a, for the love of God, sign him beyond 2022. I'm pretty sure he's already earned that just from how high everybody is on him. Dude, he's the fucking because like he was drafted the same year as uh, not only Lamar but Mark Andrews. Yeah, and. Like when he went to Atlanta, 
I think I forget if he was a starter for a year, but then he played for he played under Kyle Pitts. Yeah. So now that he's here, he's like, oh my god, I'm a bone. Like this team signed me to be a bona fide starter, and he can be both a blocker and in a pretty, pretty damn good receiving tight end. Absolutely. I, I, I again, I think right now it's a criminally underused. Would be the best way to describe it, like because the Bengals have never really used their tight ends. Like they got one healthy, great year out of Tyler Eifert. Yeah, I mean, from Glass Kyle, Glass Kyle, Tyler I. Eifert. Yeah, <laughs> my friend from work called him Tyler I'm hurt. <laughs> Basically, all of them. Yeah, but yeah, but they I, also missed missed out on their chance for Thaddeus Moss. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they let your boy go. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I'm still heartbroken. He letting Thaddeus the whole Moss thing that no one knows anything about but you and me <laughs> <laughs> and a bunch of people in Hootay Nation. Yeah, which did you not share the Bengals or podcast in your Hootay Nation thing? I do sometimes. Okay. I, I get very busy sometimes. <laughs> um, uh, some other stats: Sam Hubbard. I, so they, I did they have a sack in the Steelers game? I don't believe they did. No, I think there's one. I don't remember them sacking Trubisky at all because like. I don't remember. I'll have to look that up real quick. It does seem like he's been MIA, but, again, I think that goes back to, like we said, the league adjusting to what you did great last year when they couldn't stop. It was like, him, we have to double. Like, he can't be active at all. Um, But, again, man, like I said, I think getting these woes out early in the season could be good for us if we lock in and and get back to that team we were last year because – the league was scared, man. They they didn't know how to how to deal with us. So yep, it's it's because like we all of a sudden uh, also BJ Hill had a sack in the Steelers game. I just yeah, checked. Yeah. So it's like the the Bengals had like Jamar Chase almost just as much as Burrow had changed the way we operated because we had a vertical threat who could do anything, and then it's just like oh my god, like. We went from a four eleven and one team to a Super Bowl team in a year. Yeah, that's nuts. And teams was like, what? They just caught so many teams off guard. Like Burrow was playing out of his mind, and good fortunes happened for us in the playoffs, and it just like caught everyone, me included, completely off guard. Yeah, it was not a. It was not. It was not what was expected, and it, it was a fantastic way to to go like experience a season. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't. I think I think right now it's uh, some change has to happen. Something, and I feel like the fact that that Super Bowl run happened, and you go from that Super Bowl run to starting zero and two after playing the Steelers and the Cowboys, two teams that aren't really very good. Yeah, it it just makes it hurt that much more. It's a bummer. Yep. Um, I ha- I will say one thing that I've been noticing is like the defense has been holding their own. Like they've been like for all the offensive woes that have been happening, the defense has been like stepping up and like making keeping the the defense has done a very good job of keeping games within reach. I yeah. agree. I'll tell you who I think is the absolute fucking all star right now is DJ Reader. Yeah, he's great. He had the fucking turnover in the Cowboys game. Dude, I mean, just him in general, just. Good luck running past that dude. Yeah, he's the run. He's the run stuffer that Tyler Shelvin couldn't be. He, I mean, he's the run stuffer that everyone would hope to have. Like, I, sign that dude to the next however long he wants to fucking play. Keep yeah. him around. That dude is. He's yeah, like he, Gino. He's definitely the only one getting pressure right now. Well, I mean, for he, us. 
I love the fact that he doesn't even have to get pressure to be disruptive. Yeah. Like, they'll double-team him just to keep him at bay. And they still, like, there's, like, three plays last He's last, a tank. Where he's double-teamed double and still gets in. Yeah. The, you need that. You need that guy to free everybody monster. else. Up. Yeah, he's insane. Let's keep him around and hope he stays healthy because I forget it was twenty if it was twenty twenty or twenty twenty one, but he was down and out for the year. I think it was twenty twenty. Yeah, I don't. But it's it hurts that it's like there are players who are really performing well, and I also noticed with Burrow like when he had time in the pocket. I mean, this is literally for fucking any quarterback. When he has time in the pocket, he's able to make those throws that made him so good last year. <clears throat> That's what made Peyton Manning look like a fucking golden god. I yeah. mean, don't get me wrong, he's a very good quarterback, but also he had some of the best offensive lines ever seen. Yeah. So if you have seven seconds in the pocket to make a decision and throw, you're going to look good. And he looked he also is known as one of the smartest players to ever play the game. He should be with how big that fucking head is. He <laughs> <laughs> looks like a fucking one of the aliens from Mars attacks. Like <laughs> the dome included. <laughs> his hairline was as wild as his O line. <laughs> but not nearly as strong. Oh boy. Jeff Saturday. That's the only one I remember. But it's like when you have a quarterback like Peyton Manning, who is as smart as he is, and you give him seven seconds to process a defense, no doubt he's going to do it. Yeah, I mean, you can see how smart he is, but also, you know, when your dad starts you at, you know, film study at three. Yeah. When you're, you know, your family is so goddamn renowned that there's no teacher that would have dared fail him out of a class. And look at what's happening with the next generation. They have Arch Manning coming out. Yeah. It's going to happen. We'll see. He's been hyped a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. But he's also seems a little uh, soft for the. Yeah. Some of the complaints you see out of him, you're like, hey, man, that's just uh, just part of playing as quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Why does everyone expect me to make all the decisions? It's your job. It's literally right. your job. Yep. It's- <laughs> you're the one with the ball, and you're the one that's going to fling-fling it. Have you ever no, watched your uncle's play? Like, no, matter what I, no matter what I do, it's just everybody's just trying to take my head off. Yep, the quarterback. Yeah. So it <laughs> <laughs> like, it's probably because of your last name, buddy. Just yeah. a, just a saying, thought. Do you know how many people would love to go home like, oh, I broke one of the Mannings in half? Right. Hey, yep. This yeah. is you know it's going to get worse. You know what happened last year? I think I forget who it was, but like a guy picked off Tom Brady. He kept that ball and had Tom Brady sign it. Yeah. Like when you have a quarterback, yeah. when you have a quarterback or a player of that pedigree, you're going to want to make that play on that player. Yeah. I just love that somebody could take a ball like, hey, I, I know I picked this from you. Will you sign it? And he's like, yeah, this is like my second favorite thing to do. I don't care. Right. <laughs> he just points at that wedding ring again like, Home. Like, how significant is that? Well, like, no, <laughs> actually, dude, actually, like, apparently they're living separately right now. Him and Giselle. Okay, I, I know you don't care. <laughs> Lloyd doesn't give a shit about celebrity gossip whatsoever. <laughs> dude, I barely know who anyone is. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even know who Blake Shelton was. I didn't when I aggressively <laughs> yelled at him. <laughs> Did you hear about that? No. Oh. <laughs> Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton came to the zoo. Yeah. And this is when I was up in education. Yeah. 
And uh, so I just come in from cleaning out the bird muse, and there's just some dude in a flannel shirt and cowboy boots standing in the middle of the education animal holding. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, bro, how about you get the fuck out of here? <laughs> and he's like, well, this is where they told me to stand. I said, well, I don't care who told you to do what. You can get the fuck out of here. And he just looked at me like, like you could tell like it was not, he was not prepared for whatever. And I'm like, Sco, get out. Like, and he just went and stood out there by like where the sloth is like, and just waited for them to get done with whatever. Like, I think they were taking Gwen to the bathroom or what. Yeah. But yeah, it was, uh, you fucking clapped at Blake Shelton. Yeah. (laughs) Hit him with the, I had, I had no idea. I had no idea he was anyone that mattered. I didn't. When, is, when he they, still hardly matters. Yeah, when, when someone came up, was like, uh, so, one of the other employees came up, like, did you yell at Blake Shelton? And I'm like, who the fuck is Blake Shelton? And like, well, he was back here earlier because they told him to stay in here so he didn't get mobbed by people. And I'm like, why? Why would? What the fuck are we talking about? And they're like, he's. And they said, like, some album that he made. It was like, oh, fucking multi-platinum album, blah, blah. I was like, I don't know what that is, and I don't care. <laughs> and, like, it's Gwen Stefani's husband. I was like, oh, not Gavin Rosdale. That's who that is. That's, that's not Gavin Rosdale. Well, he was like, I'm not hip, man. I'm just trying to do my job. This motherfucker's just standing here. Get the fuck out. That's the most disrespectful Get out of the way thing you can say to somebody is like sco. Like you're not you putting like three different words together just really quickly. Sco. Like, and you're saying that not, to not, a, not let's go. It's just like sco. And you're saying that to a guy who hasn't been told no in his adult life. I don't know. I didn't know at all. I I, I, I literally had to Google who he was. <laughs> they gonna interview him like you like man that's that kind of helped me you know. Put things in perspective. I'm not that important. <laughs> it's like, I, this is and the funny part is I didn't even think that was that great of a story. And then everyone, every time I've said it, has like these big reactions. I'm like, well, why wouldn't I yell at some random dude standing in the back of the? No, it was the like you tell him initially, hey, you gotta get the fuck out of here. I don't know who you is. You stand in the wrong spot. I'm trying to do my job. And then it's like he's like, yeah, man. But I'll be like. I, Let's go. Let's go. Get out. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't need. I don't. This doesn't. This conversation does not need another part. I said the thing that matters. Do it. Just. It's like. <laughs> it's not even like a two second pause of like, oh damn, this might be somebody or whatever. It's like I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Let's go. This is. It's like this is the second time I brought up a Devito bit this year. But Anthony Devito was talking about how it, like he watches red carpets with his girlfriend because his girlfriend loves red carpets, and they ask the same boring question like, who are you wearing? Who are you wearing? It'd be way more interesting if you left off the word wearing. Yeah. Just who are you? Who are you? Just watch Vin Diesel have an existential crisis. He's like, what? I'm in Diesel. No one's ever asked me that before. Ah, I am overheating. No, I, also, one, just Anthony DeVito is fucking hilarious. Is, so that, that fucking special on YouTube is golden. He's the best. But, and uh, he's the coolest. Like, I literally would, I would prefer that question because... Like, I dated a girl who was real into, like, that stuff years ago. And she was watching something, and I'm sitting there like, I don't know who any of these people are. <laughs> and she's like, well, this person was married to that person. They dated this. And I'm like, you are lucky you're hot. Like, it's just like, <laughs> and, then, and then even that at a certain point was just like, all right, cool. I can't, 
operate in this level of vapidity. Like, like the, the girl I was vapid seeing. Vapid fucking nobody. Stop caring about these things. Like the, the girl I was seeing earlier this year who ended up not being into me, but that's a whole other thing. Uh, she's like super into Harry Styles. She was a guy. <laughs> this is how I find out, Lloyd. <laughs> Wait, what? No, um, He's like, what? You mean the penis? <laughs> she said not to worry about that. God damn. <laughs> oh man. No, and she was Sorry. super into uh she was super into Harry Styles. He was like some one Direc- he was a one direction singer. And she was and we still text every now and then but you she text with Gary- Harry Styles? Yeah, I text with Harry Styles. But she <laughs> sent me the uh like there was like some drama with him that there was like some drama with the movie that he shot. And I I gave a shit about it for a day, but I'm just like I'll move on. I moved on immediately after. I don't care about it. I'm not emotionally invested in it. I feel but like we've talked about it for long enough. Yes, we have. <laughs> Let's talk about the Bengals again. Um, so we've thoughts on the... Uh, this is the last thing we'll say because I'm really excited for these burns because I have a lot of burns. I was very excited all week about this. Yeah, let's go. I, on the other hand, was like sweating my balls off and shivering. <clears throat> All day on one of the days where I'm like, oh, I should be uh, writing. Yeah. So, like I said, this is a, this is I can't believe I'm saying this in this context. It's a must-win game against the Jets. Ugh. Yes. No one wants to hear those words. Yeah, but we, you know Too what early. we do want to hear? <laughs> These fucking burns. burns. Let's do it. Dude, I am excited. My phone's at 20%, so let's get to the burns before my phone dies, which it's not going to. Um, I completely forgot to add this guy into the slideshow, but I wrote some burns on Fireman Ed. Oh. He Dude. retired. He's gone. Let's just... Uh, was right. they one of, like, super fans or something? Yeah, yeah he, he was, like, their unofficial <laughs> team mascot for a while, <laughs> and then he got pissy about some th- stuff and then got borderline racist about some stuff and then he's cool he's, hmm. he's a cool guy yeah um he, i'll just fire off the burns i have for him fireman ed looks like he constantly asks zach wilson if he can smell his fingers <laughs> <laughs> fireman ed has the personality of a man who has for sure called his dick a fire truck <laughs> <laughs> And Fireman Ed looks like the looks like his lifelong dream is to have the ass that Mark Sanchez ran into on the butt fumble play. <laughs> I got those out of the way, but we Love we got the true mascot. The true mascot, of course, is Zach Wilson's mom. <laughs> yeah, she's uh the amount of eerily creepy shit that is said to that lady, and she just <laughs> keeps on happily. I'm like, I don't. She has to just either not understand what some words mean or just have some kind of, like, blinder put on her existence that, like, I have seen some of the most gnarly shit said to a human being from (laughs) Jets fans tweeting at her. Oh, I literally, after this episode, I'm just going to go read Jets Twitter. Because Jets Twitter is fucking hilarious, but it's also got to be so fucking creepy. There was one that said, I want to make Kool-Aid out of your used tampon. (laughs) 
Oh, I'm going to use that later. Um, Please don't. <laughs> but l- let's uh, move on to... You have a lot. Oh, I got plenty. I, I also I went have a down lot. A wild rabbit hole on Woody Johnson. <laughs> to I, I know more about this man than I. All right, this creepy fucking Mr. Magoo is exactly <laughs> as shitty and evil as you would think. The list of this puddle of shit's actions read like a demon's resume. <laughs> he inherited six point three billion dollars and almost immediately went to prison for tax evasion. Oh. <clears throat> He left his first model wife for an actress almost 30 years younger than him. Oh, my God. He was such a shitty parent to to his daughter that at one point she was engaged to Tila Tequila. We'll get to that. We will get to that. That's before she was found dead from uh, complications Uh, of diabetes. Untreated diabetes. Is that what we're calling heroin now in New Jersey? (laughs) (laughs) Um. He was, uh, click the thing. He was uh, Jeb Bush's uh, campaign treasurer, but he left to join Trump's campaign because his new wife happened to be best friends with, and I love this, Melania Trump and Glazane Maxwell. Oh, boy. Which we have proof of that. <laughs> Uh, he was appointed ambassador to England, where he proceeded to hold diplomatic meetings at a men's-only clubhouse. I saw this. Hmm. And then he went on to make super fun comments like, I don't understand why there is a Black History Month. <laughs> and, and to be fair, who, neither do I. And, <laughs> and who cares wow. about... Internet? I'm kidding, Robbie. <laughs> you, you can hit him. <laughs> I'll hit him, dude. Hit him. Wow. Uh, and, <laughs> and who cares about International Women's Day? All while being an ambassador to the United States. So, uh, Rip Casey, uh, fuck that dude. All right. I got a lot on him and his daughter. Uh, Woody, uh, Woody Johnson uh, is the heir to the Johnson & Johnson fortune. Uh, that company has its incredible value after Jets fans spent so many years buying No More Tears shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> That's solid, man. That was a good joke. Uh, Woody Johnson released a statement condemning the January 6th attack on the Capitol. He called it a dark day in American history because, quote, I couldn't be there. He <laughs> uh, was but- too busy da- handling Johnsons and Johnsons. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you also did bring up um, Casey Johnson, Woody Johnson's daughter. I really thought you were kind of hard on her. <laughs> I can't keep a straight face yeah, right no, now. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> dude, you, dude, you're really being Like, she has had a super hard life. Right, like, let's get to her on the slideshow. Well, yeah, we didn't even get to the... Right. But, dude, you're being really hard on She's had a hard life ever since her ex-husband, Kurt Cobain, died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, <laughs> Casey Johnson, or as I call her, Grease Witherspoon. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh so hard at once. That's, that's really good. I like that. Uh, Grease Witherspoon was known as a socialite, but I don't know. It seems to me like she was more of a Miller Lite. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was solid. That was all the way, all the way around. That was solid. Uh, this one I really like. <clears throat> Casey Johnson idolized Marilyn Monroe. 
and she seemed to idolize Marilyn for the same reason she idolized her dad for their abilities to suck off sleazy presidents. I <laughs> <laughs> right, my man's on fire. I didn't know where he was going with Woo! that one, but yeah, that was good. <laughs> Uh, I should have ended on that one. Uh, Casey Johnson, of course, died in 2010 as a result of ketoacidosis brought on by untreated diabetes. Symptoms of that include vomiting, abdominal pain, ge- abdominal pain, deep gasping, weakness, confusion, and occasionally loss of consciousness. The diabetes was untreated because everyone assumed those were symptoms brought on by watching the Jets. <laughs> you left one symptom out. What was that symptom? Go back and start reading your list. Uh, vomiting, abdominal pain, deep gasping, weakness, confusion, and occasionally loss of consciousness. And your drug dealer being really bummed out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, so fucking rich bitch died. God damn it. Yeah. Well, let's move on to the GM. You know our plug every day just rip. Let's move on to the GM and every man in Zach Wilson's mom's DMs. (laughs) Joe Douglas. Ah, uh, the human McRib. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like if you took all of the fun, talent, and charisma out of Will Sasso and poured what was left into a bearded hefty bag. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Douglas was an extra in the film The Replacements, which is based on a true story about New York Jets quarterbacks. <laughs> uh <laughs> Joe Douglas looks like half his wardrobe is t-shirts from the times he's won chicken wing eating contests. (laughs) (laughs) Feel free free to throw in anything you think. Dude, absolutely. Coaching. Robert Sala. What do you got, Lloyd? He looks like if you filled Stanley Tucci with steroids and disappointment. (laughs) Stanley Tucci, who is that? You know who Stanley Tucci is? Director. It's like you don't, you don't <sighs> even know who actor. Blake Shelton is. I know Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci. Okay. Oh, yeah, but I'm going to picture of Stanley Tucci real quick. I don't know All right, never mind. You're, yeah. right, you're right, you're right. Look it up on your own time, listeners. Uh, <clears throat> or now, who knows. Uh, Robert Sala <clears throat> wore a shirt with 60% on it at a press conference as a way to denote how full the stands are during Jets games. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he said that the 60% has to do with the fight or flight and with the Navy SEALs and that the darker of a place you go to, the more you'll access. As head coach of the New York Jets, he now has access to nuclear launch codes. <laughs> <laughs> Quarterback. You guys fucking ready for this? Let's go. King. Thro- uh, banging chicks and throwing picks. Zach Wilson looks like if Dennis the Menace fucked his friend's mom. (laughs) I had a feeling you'd like that one. Zach Wilson. um, BYU alum Zach Wilson was accused of sleeping with his mom's best friend. Apparently his mom's best friend thought BYU stood for Bangham Young University. Oh, this is my Alex joke of the week. Zach Wilson also has ADHD. All these honeys digits. (laughs) (laughs) This leads perfectly into my Joe Flacco burn, so. (laughs) (laughs) That made me laugh so hard. Of course it did. (laughs) Let's go right into Joe Flacco. What do you got? (laughs) 
This boring white bread goof of a person. <laughs> he just looks like he played quarterback at Delaware. <laughs> He's from Jersey. He played in Pittsburgh, and then he went to Delaware. He is unsettlingly white. Dare I say he is whiter than Alex? That's a hard bar to clear. I know. Uh, <laughs> All he needs is that White Cloud commercial, man. <laughs> have oh, it. shit. I forgot to pull this up. But he has a really creepy high school picture. Have you seen that? Um, I'll pull it up. Do you have his finger inside of a dog? I don't like. <laughs> no, it's just like it's just like high school yearbook picture. Uh, oh my god, I can't believe I'm wasting the listeners' time by doing this. But there is Joe Flacco's high school yearbook picture. All right, Columbine. Cool. <laughs> That's what I said. The soup bowl cut. <laughs> yes. All right. That is high school Joe Flacco. Uh, Joe Flacco. Uh, Joe Flacco's high school picture looks like someone told him he was going to play for the Jets. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, was born to be here. Yes, he was. This is what we practice. <laughs> Running back. Uh, let's start with Michael Carter. You know, I actually feel bad for this dude. By the time he retires, his brain is going to be as lumpy and pockmarked as his fucking face. Dude, I, <laughs> dude, like, look at his fucking forehead. He looked like he stole all his teammates' shoes out their pockets. Easy, like, yeah, I'm definitely staying out through the. He's a New Jersey bro, yeah. man. <laughs> Oh my god! And wearing them the next day as if he didn't take them. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> nah, these these are mine. I wear a fifteen and a half, man. <laughs> man, you know your mom ain't never bought you no shoes, bro. How I should have known not to steal from Makai Becton's locker. <laughs> Too dead of a giveaway. Oh. <laughs> it looked like Mont- Ronald McDonald. He's also five eight. Yeah, he's a little big fella. Uh, based on his hair and head marks, Michael Carter looks like he was resuscitated after the doctor said clear, but forgot where the defibrillators go. <laughs> Dude, he's literally got those fucking two black marks on his head. Yeah, what's that above his nose? Uh, I have no that's idea. Definitely, that's, uh, that's what happens with a crack pipe explodes on my head. <laughs> That's where he got hit after getting caught stealing some more shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and the running other running back, Brees Hall Lloyd. My dude looks like an unsqueezed stress toy. <laughs> uh, oh, I actually kind of said something similar. Based on his head shape and appearance, it looks like Brees Hall has spent the last 40 years trying to figure out what Willis was talking about. <laughs> Uh, Brees Hall sounds like the college dorm where most lacrosse date rapes happen. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, authorities have been uh, outside of Brees Hall for the last 15 minutes (laughs) trying to figure out what was going on. Who Zach Wilson is fucking today. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, this is so much fun right now. Oh, yeah. I'm having a blast. Wide receiver. Garrett Wilson. Uh, he kind of looks like Chris, Chris Henry, but like right now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know if you ever saw this movie, but he actually played in uh, The Temptations. <laughs> I think his dad was in Candyman. Yeah. <laughs> he does look like him. 
I think Lloyd might be the only person who knows who this is, but uh, Jets wide receiver Ann Kergerbrand, Halima Abshir, Garrett Wilson. <laughs> yeah, that was solid. Uh, Garrett Wilson's hair looks like it constantly gets sucked into the engines of J-E-T-S. <laughs> <laughs> he has horrible hair. <clears throat> but let's move on to... He looks like Danny Browner. <laughs> Uh, and Corey Davis, what do you got? Uh, it's hard to even find a, a picture of this guy without his helmet on. And then once I found a picture of him, I figured out why. His <laughs> face has the sex appeal of diarrhea day at the nursing home. <laughs> <laughs> like which I'm, which I'm pretty sure is every day. He looks like he asks his teammates for the rest of their sandwiches after they <laughs> eat. You going to finish that? <laughs> So he makes a multi-million dollar salary now. Right. He still asks that for bus fare. Right. <laughs> they make us some change for the bus. Yeah, hey, can I, and they think I can hold five out to practice. Man. <laughs> you just, you just sign. Like, wow. you know, you're getting paid seven million this year. We all got paid today. He's like, <laughs> he's like I already owe that. Though. Um. <laughs> It's so much fun. Yeah, this is good. I already <laughs> owe that out. Just <laughs> <laughs> let me hold five to the next pay period. Hey, but mama, he hit up everybody on the team. He's like, D said he's going to break my legs, man. <laughs> uh, Jets wide receiver and Kroger brand Joe Mixon, Corey Davis, had his sister say that he should buy her ass implants after he was drafted into the NFL. Based on his receiving numbers in the NFL, I think he should focus more on buying himself hand implants. <laughs> Not everyone can be you, Alex. Yeah, and <laughs> it actually would have been smart of him if he bought if he had bought kidney implants for his brother Titus. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's you. my I'll dark. That's my dark joke of the week. His brother is not okay. <laughs> he died. He's, 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 he's real dead. He's real dead. And Elijah Moore. I don't ha I don't think I have anything on him, but Lloyd, what do you got? All right, so I'm going to give Rami credit for this one. Uh, he looks like Tyler Perry presents Khalid. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that that beard and uh, I think his most updated picture, just kind of like that cookie-cutter look for a Tyler Perry movie, man. <laughs> he said that as I was trying to make a Khalid joke, and I was like, that's fucking perfect. That's... <laughs> And Denzel Mims. Uh, the only thing more underwhelming than Denzel Mims's career is the rapper Mims's career post "This Is Why I'm Hot." <laughs> Looking at this photo, it looks very photoshopped. Like this was the prison photo, but then they just kind of <laughs> dragged the jersey over. It. Like we got to throw him. Looks like he went to jail for fucking working security for Cat Williams. <laughs> He looks like the notorious S-M-A-L-L. -L. So when he got beat up by a 15-year-old, like, we got to lock you up behind this, man. <laughs> He's like if Biggie... He looks like if Biggie never met Suge Knight. Okay, He maybe. looks like if Biggie never met Donuts. <laughs> and... Ready to move on to tight ends? Hold on, let me get my pose ready. Tight end. He's back. He looks like Jason Mimosa. Yes, he does. 
For old time's sake, Tyler Conklin looks like his catchphrase is, so when are you going to let Alex smash? (laughs) (laughs) Tyler Conklin looks like his life's dream is to one day have a daughter that's mean to me. What? He looks like Cal Nogu. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, what you're saying. Um, I missed the last one you said. Tyler Conklin looks like his life's dream is to one day have a daughter that's mean to me. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler I Conklin. Thinks this guy looks like me. I'm about to say, uh, it's a bit of a resemblance, a little bit. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Tyler Conklin looks like he was born after someone poured soil onto an MMA ring and watered it with Coke and Sailor Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you talking about Lloyd? Hey, no. <laughs> that was good. That's really good. That's fucking good. It's like, what's the most Lloyd situation I can think of? That was uh, that was upsettingly accurate. So, <laughs> it's like if you poured uh, soil on a baseball field and watered it with White Claw, and I was born. You and Blake Shelton. <laughs> Or no. what? I don't remember the other guy's name. I was going to go for the Maroon 5 guy. But... Adam Levine. Yeah, that. They were both on The Voice. He looks like Lloyd if he knew Blake Shelton was. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the look on his face. Oh, Cody Hawker. <laughs> and former Bengal, CJ Uzama. You traitorous. Weeping herpes sore. I hope you are grinning that big, dumb fucking smile from the bench, you bitch. That's it. We are, of course, talking about former Bengals tight end, now Jets tight end, and sufferer of Julia Roberts' mouth, CJ (laughs) Uzam. You like his refrigerator just packed with Lunchables? Like, his smile doesn't look like his mouth is full of chiclets. It looks like it's full of ceiling tiles. <laughs> CJ, CJ Uzama showed up to Jets camp in a Zach Wilson Person of the Year t-shirt, which is almost as embarrassing as the time I showed up to the gym in a CJ Uzama Tight End of the Year shirt. <laughs> And I got a bunch on the O-line. Let's start with George Fant. George Fant is married to former Western Kentucky women's basketball player Chastity Gooch. <laughs> of course, Titty and Gooch are the two sweatiest parts of Fant's body after games. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like it should be George Fanta. <laughs> uh, Max Mitchell. Is that Greg? It's Greg. <laughs> it's Greg. <laughs> Uh, Max Mitchell looks like he strives to be the default lawyer in every whitest kids you know sketch. He looks like he sells insurance solely for pearls. <laughs> <laughs> Off the dome? I'll take it. Uh, Elijah Vera Tucker. <clears throat> uh, Jets guard and Alex Hernandez impersonator Elijah Vera Tucker. Looks like Chris Brown wrote the song Freaky TGI Fridays. <laughs> the rap definitely going to work out after this NFL thing for me. Yeah. And Lakin Tomlinson. Lakin Tomlinson looks like a guy who talks dirty to a steak before he eats it. Lakin Tomlinson looks like he's never been in a lake. 
LaDainian's cousin. They forced to play football so he can be like his other cousin. Uh, <laughs> and Connor McGovern. Connor McGovern sounds like what Woody Johnson wants Donald Trump's porn name to be. <laughs> uh, Connor McGovern. He looks like the last thing 18 co eds have seen. <laughs> <laughs> George Lucas wants his neck back. <laughs> Defense. Admittedly, starting with another former Bengal, Carl Lawson. Carl Lawson is dating an Olympic discus thrower. What better way to prepare yourself for the Jets than by being around someone whose throws constantly hit the ground? <laughs> <laughs> How else to prepare for playing for the Jets than being married to someone who no one gives a shit about? (laughs) It's almost like he's married to Zach Wilson's mom's best friend. (laughs) No, Zach gives a lot of his shits about her. Ooh. And John Franklin Myers. John Franklin Myers looks like if Gio Bernard ran faster if he saw a matador holding a red flag. (laughs) Uh, John Franklin Myers. Let's be. Let's make it a little more Mike Myers. Cover the face up, my man. <laughs> and finally, <laughs> he, look, he looks like Patrice. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> he of course is referring to defensive tackle Quinn and Williams. <laughs> looks like Patrice next meal. <laughs> He looks like if Quinn and Williams ate Patrice O'Neill's foot. (laughs) (laughs) Quinn and Williams looks like Sean Burger Kingston. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what a way to end that. (laughs) You guys, you know, I always say I think we got him pretty good. But Lloyd, Rami, Cody, I think we got him really good. Oh, yeah. yeah, dude. That was fun. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. Epi of the year so far. Fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> Predictions and bullshit. You guys, that was a lot of fun. But we have a must-win game coming up this week. It is against the Jets. I think we got Flacco starting again this week. I think Zach Wilson still has blue balls from not being able to fuck his mom's best friend. Which is also his best friend's mom. Let's not mix that up. Yes. Like, it's not just his mom's best friend. They're best friends because him and her son were best friends. Oh, shit. And then they were best friends until Zach Wilson's ex started dating that (laughs) now guy. Yeah, yeah. And they are no longer best friends. So after Zach Wilson's best friend started dating Zach Wilson's ex-girlfriend... Zach Wilson started fucking that kid's mom, which oh, is, shit. I mean, I'll say, baller move. <laughs> fucking baller <laughs> move. Yes. I, so you go big, I go bigger, man. He's like, oh, hey, you can fuck my ex-girlfriend? All right, cool. Cool. I'm a fucking mom. Like, what's this extra plate for? Like, oh, uh, 
Zach's on his way over. What? Storms out of Thanksgiving. <laughs> that extra place where Zach is going to put his, his fucking hog during the meal. <laughs> oh, that extra plate over there? That's not for you. That's where he comes. <laughs> no, that's the actual, that's the fucking water jug over there. That's where he comes. That's for the special gravy. <laughs> Good <Ugh>. Lord. Pronounce <laughs> <laughs> Lloyd. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Alright, you guys don't get it. The ugh and the groan, that that's just, that's better than me. That's better for better than the laugh for me. <laughs> that's fine. Honestly, like a groan be- being better than a laugh, that's how I feel about half of the things that make Lloyd groan. That's <laughs> true. But dude, some predictions and bullshit. What do you think? W- Lloyd, what's your prediction this week? Uh I'm gonna say Bengals forty two, Jets two. Ooh, I like that. You get a safety on Brandon Allen. Oh, because Joe Burrow is going to take a uh, he's going to take a pretzel break after his fifth sack, and uh, Brandon Allen's <laughs> going to get safety. I don't I don't hate that call. Uh, bold prediction is Hayden Hurst is actually going to catch Joe Flacco, and he's going to keep running until he takes him out of the stadium, and I they have to deal that. with Zach Wilson. I don't hate that call. My prediction, <clears throat> Bengals, 772, <clears throat> Jets, 4. I think that is actually a Vegas over-under right now. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> my player of the game, my player of the game is going to be Zach Wilson's mom's best friend. No, actually, no, it's my bold prediction. So my, my player of the game well, it's for the Jets, and you can't have the player of the game on a team yep, that scores four yep, points yep. when the other team scores 772. Uh, my player of the game is going to be... Hmm, I'm going to say Tyler Boyd. Right. He's going to have um, 17 receptions, 700 yards, on the money, on the money. <coughs> Five touchdowns. Gives Zach Wilson's mom's best friend triplets. <laughs> I didn't pick a player of the game. My player of the game is Joe Mixon. Love it. Uh, because he's going to knock out Joe Flacco. Because oh. we all know how much he loves punching white women. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a good last burn. Rami, what's your prediction? My prediction is um, 28-13 Bengals. Okay. Um, I think it'll be a, a um, defensive game. Okay. And my player of the game will probably be Mixon. I think he'll get like 172 touchdowns. Okay. Very real. Very yeah. <laughs> uh, the bullshit is uh, we come down to another last-minute field goal with three seconds, and the Bengals get it. That doesn't work with the score you gave, but we'll go with it anyway. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, my real prediction, I think this is going to be a close game. I really do. I think it's going to be – I'm going to say 24-23 Bengals. Yeah, if I was giving a real prediction, I'd say, uh, yeah, I was thinking like 27-21, 27-24, that area. I don't think the like the Bengals are not a lock to win this week. I really no, don't think they I are. I don't think they are. Because, and, like, the Jets came back from 13 down against the Browns last week yeah, they with two Bengals. minutes to go. And it's going to be a tough game. I can't believe I'm saying that about the Jets, but they have. I can't after last year. Uh, yes. Dude, we fucking 
shat on them last year, thought they were going to be the shit, and thought the Bengals were going to be the shit against the Jets, and they turn around and fucking just break our souls. They weren't the shit. They were just shit. They were shit. So I'm going to say <clears throat> it's going to be a really close game. I think it's a road game, too, and it's like, I think every game is going to be like, man, they're going to break. They're, this is going to be our week, and you got to... You can't keep having that because I mean they're only one game back in the division right now. Yeah, like there's no t- there's no undefeated team in the division. No, everyone's so, one and one. So except for us, we're going to and we fucking suck right okay. now. Everyone else is one and one. You know. Yeah, everyone else is one and one. Everyone else had a bad loss last week. Well, <clears throat> Steelers lost to the Patriots. The, the Ravens lost to the Dolphins, <clears throat> who after being up by 21 in the fourth quarter. Let's hope this is an easy cruise game where they just get to. When all uh, just I want them to start ahead, stay ahead, be comfortable, get some of that uh, fear out of out of Joe Burrow of every defensive player on the field having yep. a chance to sack him. Yeah, it's like the the key match of the game is going to be Chase versus Sauce. That's going to be a. I think I'm assuming that's going to be the matchup, and it's going to be a really good fucking matchup to watch. I did get a kick out of a. Uh, a friend of mine was talking about sauces sauce, which I guess is a That's a thing now. And, and uh he was like, I bet that's the only word he actually knows how to spell. <laughs> <laughs> and I, what what do you want to call this? He was like, uh sauce. He's, it's, it's he's literally like, the only thing he's <laughs> it's literally the only thing he says. I'm like, hey, uh, do you know your coverage other day? Sauce. Right. He's literally named after the <laughs> contents of Jets fans' brains. <laughs> He's actually named after what Fireman Ed comes. <laughs> Dude. So, so And finally, plugs. Check out the Bastard Sermon. As always. Patreon.com slash bastard, the Bastard Sermon. Check it out. Five bucks a month. Hundreds and hundreds of hours of cool shit. And uh, the past year's been way better than the rest of it. But, you know, I won't say why. <laughs> but uh, I think we all know why. That's me. But, uh, because I talk less. <laughs> hopefully. Uh, no, uh, yeah, check out Bastard Sermon. Uh, check out Middle of Somewhere or Middle of Nowhere. Uh, middle of Somewhere. So, middle of Somewhere. I was in Amundsen and Chad Daniels. Yeah, it's, uh, I've been catching back up on a couple of those, and that's one of the funniest fucking things I, I can find to listen to. Cy so. and Chad are two of the funniest people in the world. Absolutely. Um, Rami, do you have anything to plug? Nothing new. I was second with Lloyd said. Check out the Bastard Sermon. Check Thank out. You. The Have you done a Bastard episodes. Sermon? I haven't yet. Um, yes, we we talked about it a little bit. I, I yeah. asked him to, and he was like, "I'm gonna stick to the football one for now." Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I'm still warming up to this podcast thing. Like this is my third time doing it, so yeah. I'm, I'm starting to get more comfortable. So I, you guys may see me in the future, but Lloyd always played the episodes for us at work or whatever. So it's funny. These guys are great, and uh, catch up on the episodes, dude. Uh, like the Patreon episodes are like where you get like the legit, just like really fun, just like balls to the wall. Dude, we just no had, fucks given discussions. We just had Jeff Tate on, and it was there were so many fucking just incredible high notes in there. Like the name, the name of the episode is after a, a comment that was made that was murders the room and what's the name? Boof in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it was a, a fantastic episode if nothing else just check that one out and then uh i'm sure like you'll, an album i'm sure you'll like some it reason, like boof in the bible that just sounds like somebody's album man sounds like guar man yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, man, I got a, a couple plugs. Dude, this is a fun episode. This Fuck really yeah, fucking was. Um, October 5th, I'll be at the Nanner Pro-Am. That's uh, Breezy's some... birthday. Oh, happy early birthday, Breezy. I think that's also uh, CC is doing a showcase at Chameleon. Oh, CC Laird? Yeah. No shit. Pretty sure that's right. She's cool. Check her out. Um, well, geez, fuck my pro-am, I guess. I mean, I've done a fucking, <laughs> I've done a million of them. It's fine. Um, October 27th, it's a Thursday in Blooming, or in Indianapolis. I will be at the White Rabbit Cabaret. What a fucking fun place. It's so good, dude. If you and see my boy Cammy, better give him a hug. I, I messaged him yesterday because I, I messaged him either this morning or last night because I wanted to do the Sunday show up in Indy. I miss that kid. Um, I was, dude, I was literally in Indy last night doing Helium, and it was fucking awesome. And I'll have to tell you about my morning this morning, because it was fucking wild. Um, but I got woken up by the cops. But so uh, like, Are these your white claw cans, sir? <laughs> <laughs> and he already had the fucking things on his like, No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I had a fucking black cherry dripping down my face. Wait, stop by now, Mr. Wright. It's not mine. <laughs> Just Rick Sanchezing fucking <laughs> mango white claws at the cop. Oh my and they're like, are you Joe Flacco? Dude, best oh, episode of the year. Yeah, this has been fun, man. Uh, no, October 27th will be a White Cab- Rabbit Cabaret. I'm not doing my normal act. I am doing a dead comics party. Guess who I get to be? Who? One of my all-time favorite comics, Greg Giraldo. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Giraldo's one of the best. I've always wanted to do, like, you know how they have, like, the Halloween weekends or whatever? I had an idea that I love for, like, a comic to do that. Because they always do, like, the, you know, you do a, a, a set as a another comic. Oh. I've always thought the idea of Weekend at Bernie Max. I ain't scared of you, mother. But like weekend at Bernie's where he's all dead, just act like you're fucking dead the whole time. Dude, that's <laughs> have you seen have you seen that Bernie Mac set from um uh DJ Kick it yeah the um I ain't scared of y'all motherfucker Showtime at the Apollo yeah it's the best five minute set of all time. Can I do a plug? Yeah, yeah. P- Cody Hucker plug something. Uh, go and check out Blake Hammond. He's got a show on October the 9th at Bananas. He's headlining. With Jeremy Johnston. Jeremy Johnston and Blake Hammond from Just the Clip. Check out that podcast. I produce it for that as well. And Blake's new podcast, fucking uh, The Handbone and the Guy with Kyle Chickering. It's hey. a lot of fun. It's like a classic old school radio show, but they say fuck and they, they talk wild shit. Ah, what do you say, fucker? Yeah, it's a, it's a good time. No, I, Thanks for letting me get a plug. Blake's one of the funniest people I've ever fucking met in my life. Blake's the best comic. And I know in the city. a lot of funny people. Yeah. Big agree. Blake understand Blake never I mean, we've talked him up so much on this podcast. Dude, if Blake knew how good he was, he'd be dangerous. Yeah, I know, right? That puts it a lot in perspective. Like I've rarely uh, seen him miss. Dude, I've seen him take swings that would not land for almost anyone. And they are just pure pay dirt. That he's so fucking funny. That shit he doesn't even... When he's not even trying, it's hilarious. When he is trying, it's fucking ruin a room funny. Love that kid. 
And he's written so many jokes that I wish I could write. Dude, his Twitter feed, if nothing else, even if, if nothing else, just follow him at uh, Big Rad Machine. Yeah. His Twitter is fucking gold. Yeah. Chef's Kiss, fucking rich white woman butthole, gold. Just <laughs> Zach Wilson's mom's best friend, her asshole, gold. Yeah, it's. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude. Um, I think I got those plugs. Uh, I'm DJing a couple weddings coming up. I'm gonna be drinking you betchas just to piss Lloyd off. You betcha, motherfucker. <laughs> so anyway, um, this is my middle finger, Lloyd. Move to Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna move to Alaska. I'm not gonna do that at all because Lloyd. Lloyd. Alex. Rami. Gentlemen. I think we only have one thing left to say. Fuck you, New York Jets. We, we like the Bengals. Wow, man. Dude, that. Fuck you. We like the Bengals.